calling all financial advisors. Get ready to boost your practice, portfolios, and network at the Exchange Conference, happening in sunny Miami from February 11th to the 14th, 2024. At Exchange, you'll gain valuable insights to grow your practice and sharpen your investment acumen with the top investment experts. But that's not all. By attending, you can earn over 10 CE credits and join a network that goes beyond business. Join a community that's dedicated to your success. Learn more and register now at exchangeetf.com. One fund on point for today. The experts to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, this is the ETF of the week, where we examine trending new and newsworthy, unique and intriguing exchange-traded funds with the experts from Vetify. The Vetify.com website has a suite of tools that's going to help you be a better, smarter, savvier investor in exchange-traded funds. Todd Rosenbooth is head of research at Vetify. He joins me again today. Todd, great to chat with you again. Great to be with you, Chuck. Thanks. Your ETF of the week is the Goldman Sachs Market Beta Russell 1000 Value Equity ETF, GVUS. GVUS, the Goldman Sachs Market Beta Russell 1000 Value Equity ETF. A lot packed into a name there, Todd. Why this fund now? Yeah, so this is a relatively new ETF. It launched in November. It's already gathered over $400 million in assets under management, and it's a low-cost way of getting large-cap value exposure. People are very familiar with the Russell 1000. It's underperformed. Everybody's familiar with the Russell 1000 value. In particular, it's underperformed as of late. We think there's going to be more of a reversion to the mean given the market environment, and GVUS is a low-cost way of getting exposure. We've had a market that has been so narrow. I mean, it's been the biggest of the big, and it certainly hasn't been really value stocks. I don't think anybody can make much of a value case for the Magnificent Seven. So is this also a call on the fact that you think value is going to come to the forefront here? Yes, we do. So in a rising interest rate environment, growth tends to do well. In a falling interest rate environment, value tends to do well. And the attractive dividend yields, the discounted valuations that many of these value-oriented sectors, it tends to stand out better. So we are of the camp that the Fed is going to be, as, as is most people, the Fed is going to be cutting interest rates multiple times during 2024. We think that past performance is an indicative of future results. We think value has a better chance to shine in 2024. And if you're going to get exposure, you might as well pay as little as possible. As we record this, well, the market's at record highs. We watched the Dow cross 38,000 this week. We watched the S&P get into record territory and then last week and then stay there at the start of this week. So it's interesting to me because index construction right now is really important. Yes, the S&P is at record levels, but so much of that lifting has been done by those seven stocks. For you right now, is picking an index and deciding which index you want to go with particularly important because if so much of the S&P is weighted in those seven stocks and we wind up seeing the market broaden out, well, it may not really be reflected in what happens next, right? That's right. So not only is the S&P 500 or the Russell 1000 itself relatively concentrated in those seven stocks, uh, Apple, Microsoft, and what have you, 
but if the growth side of the ledger is even more concentrated in it. So if you believe the market's going to move higher, but get more participation as we do, then a value orientation makes sense. And exposure to financial sectors, exposure to energy, exposure to industrials, those are sectors that you find within a value-oriented portfolio. And we're in the middle of earnings season, and we've seen strong results from the large cap banks. And that set the stage, we think, for positive growth going forward in 2024. We think a financial-laden portfolio can make sense for investors with the benefits of diversification and value is likely to do better than it did in 2023 when it significantly underperformed growth. So let's be clear. This is not a call on letting your winners run. This is a call on saying, if you want to rotate, how do you rotate and how much should you pay for rotating? We always try to make sure every term gets defined. We've talked about value here, but it is the Goldman Sachs market beta Russell 1000 value equity ETF. Does the market beta side of this equation matter to you right now? So the market beta is just Goldman Sachs's term for letting you know you're getting broad market exposure and that it's an index-based approach. Other than adding additional words in, making it a mouthful for you and I to be able to say, if you're familiar with the Russell 1000 index, you're getting exactly the exposure that you're getting. And if you own one of those ETFs, that's great. But if you don't own one of those ETFs from some of the other larger providers out there, then the Goldman Sachs ETF is a great low cost way of getting exposure. I keep saying low cost. So let me just throw that down. It's 12 basis points, 0.12%. That is seven basis points less than the iShares product. It's the same underlying holdings. You get exposure to JP Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway and other value-oriented stocks, but you get to do so in, in something that is perhaps more palatable given the competitive environment in the ETF space. When you get a new fund like this, which as you pointed out, has already gained hundreds of millions of dollars of assets, it's a competitive business. Is this going to put pressure on the, the more legacy funds to drop their costs? I hope so for all investors that costs coming down. There, you mentioned that this is a relatively new fund. And yes, it's got over 400 million in assets. It doesn't trade as much as some of the other products that are more value-oriented. So if your time horizon is relatively short and liquidity of an ETF and trading value on screen is of paramount priority for you, then you might want to go with a different fund. But if you are more of a buy and hold for the next year or six months where that expense ratio is going to mean a lot more to you than the, than the bid-ask spread of the ETF, then we think this Goldman Sachs product is a good way to go. It's the Goldman Sachs Market Beta Russell 1000 Value Equity ETF, the ETF of the week from Todd Rosenbluth at Vetify. Todd, great stuff. We'll talk to you again next week. Go Blue Chop. The ETF of the week is a joint production of Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yeah, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast by going to moneylifeshow.com or by searching wherever you find good podcasts. But if you want to get more great information on exchange-traded funds and investing in them, check out vetify.com. They got a full suite of tools for you there that's going to help you out. They're on Twitter or X at Veta underscore Fi and Todd Rosenbluth, their head of research, my guest. While he is on Twitter too, he is at Todd Rosenbluth. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Make sure you don't miss an episode by following along on your favorite podcast app. 
We'll see you again next week. And until then, happy discussion.